Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today I want to talk with you about this idea of discerning who we should be hanging out with in our business world. Now, if we want to grow and scale our business, we absolutely need business homies, our friends, in order for us to find new opportunities, avoid calamities, and just understand how to do business better. But it's so hard to meet different people, especially when we're new in the game or perhaps we're struggling or going through something challenging. Well, today we're going to be talking about how we can discern the good guys from the, the, the people who just have some issues and learn a whole bunch of things in between. All right, so stay tuned and we will get to it after this short break. And we're back. So glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm giving you a big old electronic high five. So awesome that you're here. Make sure you hit that follow, subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And for those of you guys who have been listening, be sure to write a a review wherever you're listening. That way it flags me as to what you're wanting and it signals to other people that you have found value. So I appreciate that in advance. Check out anchor.fm slash Denise T. Lee. There you'll be able to leave me a voicemail message. Please make sure that you let me know in the beginning or the end of the voicemail message whether or not I have permission to air your message. Really appreciate that. Also, check out info.denisegeely.com slash connect. There you'll be able to join up my free weekly mailing list. I drop it on Monday mornings. Check out Energy, a support group I have for entrepreneurs. Articles talking about anything from business to personal development. Check that out on my main website, denisegeely.com. Also, via info.denisegeely.com slash connect, you'll be able to also send me a message directly or inquire about working with me or check out any offers or anything that may be of interest to you. And that being said, what I'm going to be talking about is more of a one-on-one thing because I know for a lot of you guys who are listening, you got have a lot of issues about trust or confidence or just how to communicate in general. So it's more of a one-on-one conversation. So check out work with me if that's something that you're interested in pursuing. Okay. Now I have to be totally honest, totally transparent as I open up and share this message with you. I was a very crummy, terrible, rotten referral partner in the beginning of my business. And let me explain why. When I first started becoming a full-time entrepreneur, I was doing medical exercise training and it was a completely different line of work than what I'm doing right now. And I was just so hungry for clients, clients, clients. I would go to all these networking events and I would just pass out my business card and I said, do you know someone who needs a personal trainer? Do you need someone who has been injured? Do you know someone who has a disease or something that needs one-on-one personal coaching work? And that desperate energy was insidious. It I could tell certain people were just uncomfortable and it shouldn't be a shock that I never got any referrals when I got to those networking events. And despite all the time I was out there meeting people and shaking hands because I was so, so focused, so wrapped up in my own needs and my own concerns and not caring about anybody else. So this 
is my kind of disclaimer about this issue of having discernment for other people. In order to have discernment, it always first and most importantly starts with yourself. I want you to check yourself and ask yourself, am I wanting to meet people solely for more business? Am I only wanting to go out there and network because I just want to make more money? And if that's the sole purpose of wanting to expand your network, I really would like to caution you that that perhaps that is not a good idea. During the same time frame, I was so hungry and looking for new clients. I met this guy. He was more or less an opportunist and he was trying to sell me a product that was not necessary nor needed, but I was so green. And when I say green, naive and not savvy about what I needed in my business and why I needed it. That's why it's so important for you to get a business coach if you haven't done so already to make sure that you discern from what is needed versus necessary versus, oh, this looks cool. I want to try this out. We'll save you a lot of time, money, and stress. Trust and believe that. Anyway, during this time frame, I met this one particular individual, and he was he was just as desperate and hungry to sell stuff and make money as, as I was. And unbeknownst to me, when I met another person, uh, Lisa, and actually she's to this day still a good business friend of mine, uh, decade plus, going... She told me she also knew this guy and he had a track record of being particularly sleazy, so much so that he was persona non um, grata. Is that the phrase? Basically, he was not welcome to one particular business networking event and because he had developed a reputation of being very aggressive and forceful and self-focused despite all his charm and his calm demeanor. It was extremely aggressive to say the least and I wish someone told me that being so self-focused and money hungry is not the way to A, grow a business that's long lasting and B, make friends that will have your back and watch out for you, even if it has nothing to do with their business. This is why it's so important for us to have a clear head and sober mind about who we are, what we want, why we need it. And we're just not bumping and colliding against with other people based on our own unresolved emotional issues. That's why it's so important as you grow and you scale your business that you are having such a clear head so that you'll avoid first and foremost being a jerk. And then second of all, attracting jerks. And if I had to be totally honest with you, I basically radiated out this energy that was actually harmful because I had unresolved issues about trust and my own low confidence and so many different issues. So I'm very passionate about this because I can literally write a book. I think I might write a book in the future about all of my early years and business, my business shenanigans, as I called it once to my husband. And as we're trying to be discerning, we really first have to be a careful eye on other people. But also, we also have to have a careful eye on ourselves. So that's why I just wanted to open and, and have my my confession to you about how I was not a good business referral business person. I And I myself have made way many faux pas myself about misinterpreting the actions of other people and becoming very uneasy, and especially envy. Envy was such a huge issue that I had to work through. So I'm not going to sit here and say that I've got some halo over my head and that I've never myself struggled with 
not feeling accepted or worthy or struggling with that whole issue of being not capable. I think all of us in the beginning of our business don't feel capable because this is so all un- new and foreign and we just want to be validated and we just, and the va- form of validation comes in ter- form of only making sale. But look, here's the thing. We need to feel validated about who we are and why we do it and how we do it and what makes us so different from everybody else. And we don't need outside approval in in the form of just a sale. There's so many little ways that we can feel validated. So that's why it's so good to have a firm sense of self so we don't spiral into desperation and, and are, are attracted to desperate people. But okay, let's kind of move on and talk about some other things. When I was talking with a particular client, this was like some months ago, and she was telling me about this particular business associate, I'll just call her Susan. And Susan was more senior than my client. They were in a a profession, a, a professional practice where serious money is on the line. And Susan was way more experienced than her. But Susan also had a very huge mean streak and sometimes she would curse and yell and not necessarily directed at her but she had this ire this sense of anger very emotionally volatile and I remember my client was saying to me that I really like how Susan has accumulated a lot of business but Susan's also volatile what do I do and this is where I tell people to chew the meat and spit out the bones when you're around someone who is definitely skilled and adept and has some awesome knowledge that can be shared, but they also rub you wrong in terms of their temperament or of their personality type, this is what I tell my clients and this is what I'm telling you right now. Do not get caught up on the negative focus on the positive. Because here's the thing, the way our brains work is that when we focus more and more on negative things about people, it just starts amplifying in our mind. And then the next thing we know, we don't even pay attention or even notice all the good things about their skill set or their expertise or their knowledge base or whatever. So as long as someone is giving you more value than heartache, focus on the value. And if somebody is trampling on your boundaries, meaning that they are saying certain things that are completely inappropriate or offensive or just unneeded nor necessary, literally communicate with them about why you feel upset, how they do it, and what you guys can do to do better rather than saying, I'm going to avoid you or turning passive aggressive or some other behavior where you're throwing away all the good parts of their interaction with you and just focusing on the negatives. So many times I've met so many young business owners and seasoned business owners too, where they've accumulated so much knowledge from one particular person, but it just took one faux pas on the other person's part or one bad day. Look, here's the thing. We all have bad days. But if someone's being a consistent jerk and they are just completely self-focused and they have no care concern about 
you or your business or anything about you, that's a clear sign they got to go. Okay. That I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that gray zone area where they're nice. They mean well, but oh Lord have mercy. Some days they just open their mouth and say some weird stuff and you just don't even know what's going on. And instead of just thinking about them as someone that you can just only use them for what they have, Think of them as a holistic human being that has wants and fears and desires and insecurities. Too many of us are just throwing away so many good potential business partnerships, resource people because of failure to communicate how you feel or what you think about the things that you guys are doing with one another. And that's why I said in the beginning of this podcast episode that this is really more of a one-on-one thing because everyone's a little bit different. Everyone's history is a little different. And the way that you interact with someone is not necessarily the way another client would interact with someone based on your own background. So that's why I just emphasize this is more of a one-on-one conversation. But I would just say in general, we all need to have a lot of more grace and understanding and sympathy for certain people. I remember the other day I was talking with a particular client and she was acting cantankerous to say the least. She was frustrated. She was being rebellious about certain things that she said that she was going to do, but she didn't want to do it. And I came to find out that she was having serious problems with sleeping. And also she was having some problems with her daughter at the time and I remember just asking her over and over again, what is going on? This seems a little out of character for her. And when she disclosed, like, I'm not sleeping well, I'm having problems with my kid, it put things into context. I would like you to put things into context when you're talking with certain people that have some good in them, okay? Because there's so many people that if are not getting any, any care, any concern, because we're only not only thinking about ourselves and not other people. So if we have that moment to have some care, some empathy, some concern, we might discover there's more to the story than meets the eye other than they're just acting weird and mean. There's always a story behind people. And if we're going to be discerning, we're going to ask ourselves, is this issue that they're dealing with, is it something that we can compartmentalize, meaning that they can park their issues with their mom or their dad, their cousin or their employee to the side and doesn't impact my business? Or is it something that, oh, no, we can't do this because their problems, their issues are so all engrossing. I was thinking about one particular client and she was telling me she was trying to get into a product distribution deal with another person. But when it came to packing and shipping and delivering the product out, this her partner always fell through. There was always something going wrong. Her her boyfriend who had this only car in their in their family couldn't be available to deliver their goods or something happened with her daughter or, or there was always some drama, always some issues and despite the fact that she was polite and she was caring, there was this cloud storm of confusion around her. And I remember telling my client, I said, look, this person is nice. They're friendly. I know they probably even mean well, but this is not a good season in their life to do business. So as you're examining the people that are around you to partner up, ask yourself, do they seem open 
and available in terms of like their energy level, their ability to make and keep their agreements with you. If you say, hey, let's show up at Thursday at 10, do they always show up at Thursday at 12 or maybe not show up at all? I mean, I'm being a little exaggerating with this, but the whole point remains that certain people, they mean so well, but because of the confusion that's going on in their head and their own personal life, they just can't make and keep agreements, even if you put a gun to their head and threaten to kill their dog, okay? No one's threatening to kill anyone's dog. I just want to say that. But the whole point is that too many of us, we put so much stock on words alone, but we're not taking a holistic examination about their situation. Now, I'm a big fan of the three strikes rules because look, here's the thing. Sometimes we're off. Sometimes we're, we're not being clear about what we want, our needs, our expectations. The other person may be not be clear or they might not even thought that they were vague about what they wanted to say to you or what they promised to do with you. Those hiccups happen in the beginning. But if you're noticing a pattern, you know, two, three times, that's time to, you know, break bread, sit down, talk about the situation and say, hey, look, like, it's just what's going on with you. I sense that you're not really interested in meeting with me or being able to meet this commitment or whatever. Can you please explain what's going on? Something on your end, something on my end? Is there miscommunication. I don't know. Let's work this out. If we spent more time airing out perceived slights or faux pas or irritants, we would be able to press through rapidly from the confusion and then go to clarity. Because there's so many business partnerships that have been foiled, destroyed, incinerated because one person said something and misinterpreted it the wrong way. Sometimes when you're talking with certain people and you're feeling irritated or you're feeling anxious, okay, sometimes just saying, hey, I am not really clear, but I'm sensing X, Y, and Z. Can you please confirm whether or not it's X, Y, and Z? Or perhaps I'm making this up. Now, this is the time that I just want to jump in and say that, of course, there are going to be people who are passive aggressive, meaning that they'll say, yeah, let's meet at Thursday at 2 p.m. And then they never showed up and you call them the next day and say, hey, we're supposed to meet at the coffee shop at Thursday at 2 p.m. And they go, oh, darn it. I forgot all about that, even though you guys talked about it. And then the next week it repeats again. Okay. Now there are people legitimately who do that. There are no shows. They're inconsiderate. They're, they're having so many issues and this is not your job nor your responsibility to figure out the reasons behind that. But I will say that most people who are passive aggressive have a tendency of becoming, have a tendency of being passive aggressive, have been experienced a very over domineering, aggressive person in their life. And if that, if you even hint of having those same characteristics, they're going to unleash the flir- furry, flurry, <laughs> the furry that they had on them onto you. And that's what that's all about. And the best way that you can deal with people who are passive aggressive is just not playing the games. Meaning that if you have plans to do something, show up and do it regardless of whether or not they participate or not, because your life cannot be run based on the fickle nature of someone who has some unresolved personal issues, okay? That's part of this discernment is once you get a sense, 
trust and belief for for my ladies trust your gut feeling your instincts from my 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 gentlemen trust your thinking instinctual self if you feel that sliver of that something off it probably is and then now i want to just say something else because we talked about unresolved emotional issues that is worth mentioning with people we have three main ways of connecting with people now that might be a little combination of the the sort, but this is the three main ways. If you are secure in yourself, you're able to meet people generally at ease without having any thoughts about their intentions or not. You're just keeping an open mind, okay? That's being secure in yourself, secure that other people's feelings and behaviors don't impact you. That's the first type. There's anxious, meaning that there's a sense of neurosis. You're worried. You have a sense of trying to mind read and presume what people are thinking or their intentions. There's avoidant uh, personality connection type where the fear of being connected with people at any skill makes you want to run for the hills because you're afraid of disappointment or rejection or being embarrassed. And there's also disorganized, where it's a funky combination of anxious as well as avoidant. But look, here's the thing. If you have a fear of rejection, of disappointment, of being made fun of, or not being valued at all, you may not clearly interpret certain things that people say or do around you. Okay? And Part of our discerning is, again, from the beginning of this episode, is understanding, are you really clearly seeing things? Are you seeing things that may not be there? I remember talking with one particular client, and she was telling me about a a situation before she started running her business. She was working in this kind of factory situation, and the the boss was, she she said that was aggressive. And as we were talking about it, I was asking her some clarifying questions. And based on how she was describing how his behavior around her and his behavior around other people was very clear that this person had some issues and liked using his employees as human punching bags. Now, if you have been around people who are verbally or physically or sexually, or I even do say sexually uh, abusive or making provocative comments, that can really mess with your brain. That can really impact the way you view people, how you view situations. And for a lot of us who have been in those traumatic situations or have been in places where our boss has literally demeaned us if we didn't perform anything but excellent. That can really cause some trauma. And that may have impacted how you run your business. You may have chosen to isolate or not go to many business events or were extremely weary, cautious about the intentions of other people. Those issues have to be resolved if you want to grow and scale your business. Because if it's not, it's going to taint and poison the way you think about things. And it's going to have a ripple effect with everything else. I remember thinking about a friend of mine. Well, I shouldn't say a friend of mine, a queens of mine. And she she ran this African beauty store business. And I remember one day I came over to her business and we were just kind of chatting about things. And she said, yeah, it's so hard for me to order this particular product because it's all run by this one particular ethnic group. And they, they're so racist and they're so discriminatory. In fact, when I call their business line to order more stuff that they don't even 
the lines aren't, aren't even English, it's in their foreign language, and they just don't like dealing with people like us, us meaning Africans. And I remember thinking to myself, people like money. doesn't matter if you're black or Asian or Hispanic or Chinese or whoever. Everyone likes making money. Everyone likes selling their products so they can earn more money. Because for whatever reason, my then friend, you know, now stranger, <laughs> had some unresolved issues from whatever business dealings she had with in the past. It was tainting her ability to accumulate the products it needs so that she could sell it. It was not shocked to find out a few years later after we kind of fell out in touch that her business folded, meaning that her business had to close down because she just did not have good business relationships with people and it all just kind of fell apart. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be very clear and have understanding about who you're interacting with and how your past impacts your current interactions with them. Okay. Now, I know I talked a whole lot today, but I just want to emphasize above all that in order to have good relationships with people, in order to discern who you're dealing with, and if they're a friend or foe or maybe neutral, have a very clear understanding with yourself about your expectations, your understanding, and perhaps maybe there's some unresolved stuff junk with inside of you that's preventing you from making connections. And I know that's so hard to hear because it's it's much easier to say, well, it's other people's fault, not ours fault. Like I, I totally get that. I have definitely been under that mode of thinking for far too many years. And I understand what it is. But if we want to scale, if we want to grow, if we want to impact our community, that requires us to have a level of maturity and understanding about ourselves and our situation and how we may have contributed to things in the past and being clear about our expectations with other people as well as what we expect in our business um, relationships. And if you have that clarity, you have the understanding about who you are and what you want, then expect to have better and better business deals. Trust and believe that. And we're not going to mind read. We're not going to assume that other people know what we want, what we think. And we're not going to be so self-focused just on money alone. There's other things to be gained with business relationships other than just money. Resources, knowledge are so huge, okay? So just don't think of the short-term gains, okay? Well, I know that you are going to be proactive in understanding yourself and what you need and what you want. And it's always going to be evolving. So take that next step. Ask yourself, what do you need? What do you want? How are you going to relate with other people in your business world better? I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message at info.denisielee.com slash connect and uh, shoot me what's going on in your world. Also, If you are really loving this podcast episode, please share it with someone else. Write a review. Love to hear back from you. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.